Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Drunk Discussions Podcast, the only show where conversations get better with every drink. We're here to bring you the most insightful and thought-provoking discussions fueled by our love of alcohol and the occasional terrible pun. So grab your drink of choice and join us as we explore the fascinating world of Drunk Discussions. I love AI. I really do. I know. I It makes me hard. Um, which, that being said, how are you feeling today, Paul? been a long day you know got some gar a lot of good weather finally so got some gardening done was out in the yard doing stuff i got some i got some sun you know i'm not mad drinking some bourbon with my boy on a saturday beautiful week well that's good i i'm saving myself some money and i have just dug uh a fuck ton i excavated by hand uh a 430 square feet of sod over the past three days i'm fucking hurting and what are you making with these? I saw that you have a lot of, of blocks, a lot of cinder blocks. What are you making? Like raised gardens? Or? No, I'm doing like a like a permanent. So Hurricane Ian taught me something. It's you don't leave anything outside. But I was like, if I want furniture out there, I want it to be something that can withstand a Category Five hurricane again, if we have one. Um, so we're we got all these cinder blocks for free. We're trying to do everything on a budget. That's why I'm I'm basically building a forty thousand dollar outdoor patio. For less than five grand so that's nice i can't i can't be mad so with these pavers and stuff you're just gonna be building like benches and stuff and like couches and areas and you'll get like you know plush cushions to put on those that's all you're doing you're not gonna have like raised gardens or nothing behind it uh behind the benches yeah we're, we're gonna do some garden beds i want to put up some nice posts and put up some shade and fucking lights and shit make it look like a pinterest fucking scene like you take a photo of it you post it and all the white bitches come you know that's kind of so, what i was going for you have to be taking photos during it because like you have to do the before during and after just to be that typical social douchebag yeah no i am of okay course. that's fair that's fair well to douchebaggery i guess what are you drinking to, on to douchebaggery uh i look i've i've got a few things that i'm drinking on if i run out of bush then I've Oosh. got White Claws, and if I run out of White Claws, I've got vodka. So, cheers. 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 Um, let's go ahead and roll that intro. We've got a lot to talk about today, guys, uh, so thank you, everyone, for joining. Uh, sorry, I want to put this out here. Sorry about last week. I was doing a um, volunteer work, so was Paul. We both were doing charity events. I mean, that happens. Sometimes yeah. we need a break. It just It's part of the life. But we're sticking with it, and again, here Saturday, we're live with you on Twitch, and then obviously Monday, for the rest of our, our listeners on all of our Apple, you know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, everything, you guys will hear it later. So, that being said, like Connor said, what happened was, we, were, we got caught up in a drunk discussion, and then he burned the bacon. Where we talk about everything and know nothing. You know what I mean? So it's, it kind of seems like a win-win-win. Here's Gerald. Here's Ger Come on, everybody, I'm dead. <laughs> Just draw a dick on it. It's not offensive. It's a dick. Everyone's got a dick nowadays. Dude, tell me more, because I don't know anything about it. Oh, a flapper's a 1920s dancer, you motherfucker. Um, got a lot of bagels. I like my bagels. Chug 30. Cheers. Salute. I mean, this shit's free, right? Monday morning. Time on in. Base here. The and we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Days and thems. Thank you so much for joining. Uh, we've got a lot to talk about. So I'm going to go ahead and hand it over to Paul because Paul was talking about how beautiful the weather was. 
Uh, was. It is. It is. And it kind of goes into our story. We were going to save this for Slurspiracy. Honoree's got a juicy one for later. So, what we have today was something interesting. I stumbled across this for the last couple weeks, and I thought to myself, there's, there's no way, you know? I kept pushing it off, like most Americans do when they hear something this outlandish, right? So, have you ever heard of Nexrad, Connery? I have not, um, but I'm assuming that has something to do with weather. Well, we're getting there. Technically, Nexrad is Next Generation Radar, okay? So, a lot of people, there's been so many conspiracy theories throughout the years that the Americas, not just us, just large governments in general, have the capability of creating weather. And, you know, so many people are like, that's crazy. If they would, you know, if they were able to do that, we could solve so many problems with drought or, you know, famine or fires, so on and so forth. But getting into this, over the past couple of weeks, we've had some crazy storms coming through the, the Midwest into the East. You know, Northwesterns coming from, you know, all, all over the West coming this way. We've had some crazy storms, rain, spotty here and there. Now, what got a lot of people's eyes going on social media and Damn, those glasses are ugly, Connery. My God. Uh, what people have been talking about is a group of them have been following the weather patterns along with all these other, you know, government organizations and kind of something shot out to them. These large major storms that have been forming and coming towards the Midwest, every single one of them, 35 total counted, started over a next rad facility or next generation radar facility from the united states government and part of you is like there's no way right so i encourage all of you to go watch the videos um where you can see the overlap of where the next rad stations are and then where these storms are forming and then coming afterwards and i was like you know what this is a little too much i don't i don't believe in it no way um but when i was drinking as most of us like to do when they dive down dive down these deep holes right connery um, more and more started coming out. Because remember, we were talking, what was that government organization in Alaska we talked about a couple of times back? Oh, oh, um, starts with an O. Um, O'Reilly's Auto O'Reilly. Parts. O'Reilly's. Uh, no, no you um, are, it's, not a, it's not O'Reilly's. Um, no, we did it with uh, Erica, the one that Erica was on with us. Um, it's uh, Harp. Harp, that's right. Yeah, which does not start with an O. doesn't start with an O. I was thinking of something else. But regardless... A lot of people have been saying that HARP has been doing this, that different organizations are going to be able to have this control. But, Connery, if you look at these things, I'll send you a video of it, of where these storms are forming directly, multiple, directly over these Nexrad facilities. And what I mean, like, they don't just form and then move. It's like they are tailing off from these facilities. It's creepy. It makes you wonder. So I guess my question to you, Connery, is do you believe that not just the U.S. government, but large governments around the world have the capability to control the weather to an extent, not globally, but to an extent, marginally control the weather. It's a loaded question, right? So the reason Damn why I right say it that, is I'm looking at it. The next rad system consists of 159 radar sites. What does a radar do? It detects weather, right? Right. It, it goes bloop, bloop, right. bloop. And then it, it shows the weather on a map, right? The radar right. map. Correct. Okay. So you're telling me that the radar is detecting what it's supposed to detect, and people are like, oh, no, it's creating no, no. So weather. It. I thought the same thing, and I was like, this is such hoax. It's such bullshit. And I still to an extent. But 
if you look at ones that didn't, you know, that were going off of their radar and the, the clouds were going through or passing through, that's one thing. These storms, Connery, were forming and tailing, continuously tailing off from these sites and these facilities. Um, and that's where a lot of people were starting to draw an eye to it. Not necessarily like, oh, the radar is the one making it, but maybe these facilities, multiple ones picked, you know, designed throughout the United States or purposely picked to potentially create weather or when it's need be have you know storm clouds form and um i have to say looking at some of these videos it's it's a little creepy when you're drunk and going down the rabbit hole it's a little creepy like you wearing those glasses right now you fucking grandfather there's some damn nice kitties right there um so <laughs> my yeah, god I, I just found them on my desk uh new wrap around no wrap around randy uh so here's here's uh, here's what I would need to do, right? So I've gone hiking on mountains. Um, for a good example, right? I don't know the fucking name of the mountain, but I went up. Uh, wow, must be memorable, Albuquerque. And there's like that little mountain range right on the edge of uh, Albuquerque itself is on a mountain range, right? In New so, Mexico, correct? Yeah. Cur- yeah. Anyways, I was up on those. Uh, <laughs> what? Logan's in the chat. Sorry, uh, I was up on there, and you could basically see the clouds forming, right? It, the the wisp of gold as the clouds were forming over, right? The same concept would have to apply with something like this. If we're basing it off of just looking at a radar map, yeah, the radar map's going to pick up weather, and it, it, people are saying, yeah, the tails are forming off of it. Well, where are those 159 radar stations located? Are they in an area that says, oh, hey, look, we're going to put it on the edge of a mountain range because that's where most of the weather in the midwest comes from is the mountain range is creating it dude like four of them were from like the central like not central but like central united states so like missouri iowa nebraska flat and they pick up storms coming towards them from the west but the weird thing is is these recent storms were literally forming and moving with the wind as they were streaking they were streaking east and you could follow the tail where it was forming directly to these north 39 sites dude 39 of them that's why i was like that's a little that's a little thus you know that's a little weird i think i think if you're really wanting to like settle it once and for all you kind of you set up shop outside one of these radar sites and you just look up right don't look don't look up but look up you know i guess the major thing do you remember we all watched bill nye right bill nye the science guy and remember when we were kids, he was talking about the shuttles and he went to the shuttles and they were doing the exploratory send-offs, going to the space station, everything. When the shuttles ignite and then they go into space, one of the byproducts is rain. Like literally NASA can make it rain from launching some of these rockets. And like, like sometimes you wonder, you know, we've had these rockets for a while now and it always rains afterwards. Is there a potential possibility? I'm not saying there's a definite, like, yes, it's the government's controlling the weather. They're turning the fucking frogs gay. Like, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that, Do is it out of the realm of possibility that our government has in a way and has now maybe modifying or, or, you know, getting it to a point where they can get it so precise where they can start to create storms to land on wind trajectory where they want to. Like, if they know a gust is coming in from, you know, uh, going from west to east, and they want rain to go that way, they can create a storm to go that way, or vice versa, northwesterns, northeasterns. There's so many different wind patterns that we have. If you're able to control the weather, all you have to think about is really the wind patterns. Because if you make the storm, where is the wind blowing it to? 
So and so chaotic's in the chat. Yeah, it is Dubai. So Dubai is uh, there's an article that came out in 2021 that mm -hmm. says it's so hot in Dubai that the government is artificially creating rainstorms uh, by cloud seeding as opposed to seeding your mom. Uh, so scientists in, the, <laughs> scientists in the United Arab Emirates are making it rain artificially with electrical charges from drones to manipulate the weather and force rainfall across the desert nation. That's fucking sweet. Right. So well, if Dubai can do it, why can't the U.S.? So uh, in 2017, researchers at the university were awarded $1.5 in funding for what's called rain enhancement science also known as man-made brainstorms. The UAE's total investment in rainmaking projects is 15 million, which is a nothing. fucking nothing. That's nothing on the scale of their total, like their total wealth. Like that's nothing. Like if you make 15 million in Dubai, you're poor. Yeah, like a Saudi prince pisses that every morning. Yeah, it's fucking, you hear that? You under 15 million in Dubai, you poor pieces of shit. <laughs> Sitting fucking in my mother's swine. basement right now, fuckers. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Um, so yeah, Dubai's uh seeding clouds. Um so again, if they're doing that it just front, shows or... that, that governments are able to do it. There there's at least funding and money going to this. And this is on a nation it, I mean, we're like, oh, it's it they're they're thriving, they're they're coming to the new world in a sense. But if you look at Dubai in a total grand scheme as a country compared it's not Dubai, it's the UAE is a city within Saudi. But regardless, if you look at them compared to the United States, we've had much more time, much more capital to invest in this kind of thing. Is it out of the realm of possibility, Connery, that they already exist, that we already do it? Yeah, no, um, even, even artificial intelligence is saying it. Uh, so cloud seeding is a real process that involves adding materials such as silver iodide to the clouds to encourage the formation of precipitation. The idea behind cloud seeding is that the added particles can act as a nucleus for water droplets, increasing, increasing the likelihood of rain or snow formation. Um, so materials use salt, silver iodide. Uh, they have a similar, similar structure to ice crystals. Um, while cloud seeding has been used for several decades, so it's been happening for a while. Its effectiveness wow. is still a matter of debate. Uh, yeah, it's, it's real. Uh, it, it happens all across the world. I guess the thing that people are arguing is that the United States, it doesn't seem like we're cloud seeding necessarily. It seems like these towers or these facilities are doing something maybe different and that we're able to form these storms. Because uh, you can't necessarily go into these uh, Nexrad facilities. Like we're going based off of, you know, satellites uh radar imaging and you know standing near a fence where it says you can't go inside um so there's only so much we can get from our government to say like hey what are you guys doing in here and it might not even be necessarily nexrad itself could be a different organization you never know but that's the whole fun of drunk discussions and these conspiracies the idea that these governments are keeping stuff away from us we've talked about this on so many different scales like if 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 the high governments will hide genocide, war, or drugging their own people, what's stopping them from being able to make rain? Um, I feel like that's nothing. So I was kind of looking at the yearly average because bringing it up with the next round, you're talking about the storms. It's it's more or less the severity of the storms. Rain's cool. It rains easy to make apparently. Right. But yeah. These storms are they're very severe. But very I was severe. looking at. 
I was looking at the averages because everyone's kind of seen how many fucking tornadoes have been touching down, all these areas that are getting destroyed. Uh, the yearly averages for tornadoes varies, but it's around 1,200 a year. Um, so as of 2023, though, there's been a lot more stronger tornadoes, but there hasn't been... I mean, we're we're... What fucking month are we? We're not even halfway over with the year, and we're at so far 595 preliminary filtered reported tornadoes. Right. Um, 113 conform, confirmed worldwide. There's been 77 tornado-related deaths, um, which I feel like this is outdated information um, because I know there was quite a few deaths just recently, uh, last right. week from one. With that, wasn't it a category? It, well, not category. They call them if it's like F3, F4, F5. Um, yeah, so I think it was an F three is what touched down not long ago. Was, uh, yeah, yeah there's an F three. So so far, which this is a year, big tornado. That's I mean, you're at like 130, 140 mile an hour winds. So this is oh no, this is kind of up to date with uh, April fifth, April nineteenth. Um, but yeah, so far there's been two EF four tornadoes, which are fucking huge. Uh, Twenty one EF three. Uh, 79 EF2 and 218 EF1s, and then an EF0 of 161, which they're the garbage tornadoes. They're not even the fun ones. They don't even lift a cow. Fun ones are the ones that were back in the day. You remember that the hayfield tornadoes? Oh yeah, spin up and you go running through it. Those were the fun ones. But no, we've all seen the move. Well, maybe not ever. It's a little older, but the movie Twister. That is like a nightmare. I could not imagine having to be able to sit through the center of a tornado. Um, well, you've gone through the eye of a hurricane, you know, over your house and stuff. That's one thing. That's long. It's drawn out, heavy rain, hail, all this stuff, and heavy winds. It's not like, it's intense, but it's not like intense all in a moment, and then it, it's gone. Like, tornadoes seem to just, like, come out of nowhere, absolutely do massive damage, and then can disappear. Hurricanes can take days to have the total thing done. I mean, I'm not trying to do a, a major comparison, but I mean, when it's like quick and done and over, and then you look and there's just so much carnage. I don't even know what's scary. They're both kind of scary. Mother Nature in general scares me. Yeah, uh, tornadoes are more or less the crack of the industry, like introducing right. crack into the ghetto. It, it, it runs through it pretty quick. Um, <laughs> hurricanes are sort of like Stockholm Syndrome <laughs> crackheads, you know, the ones that really stick with you. They ruined That's your why score. Floridians love them yeah. so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, and your Floridians hurricane are... watch parties. Look, oh. I, I'm pissed. I've been here for f- going on five, six years. No. I don't know. Yeah, five years. Yeah. Yeah, I've been here for a minute, and the only time I've actually been able to have a hurricane watch party, I couldn't because you had to stay sober, otherwise you were probably going to die. Um, that hurricane sucked. I really want a nice category. And you three. stayed, which was crazy. That was a nuts hurricane to stay through. Um, so I give you props on it, but eventually I would like to see a hurricane watch party, a, a true Floridian hurricane watch party. Because us as Midwesterns, like, oh, storms and tor- tornadoes, pretty common. Like, everyone's seen the video of where it's like North, you know, Midwesterner and he's mowing his lawn and there's a tornado in the back. Like, that's, we go out and watch them. Like, I remember as kids, we, were, we had a tornado go over while well, I was at camp, Camp Lazarus, right? We were at scout camp, and we all went outside to watch the tornado come down. That's insane. That's absolutely, unless you were from the Midwest, that's insane. Us Midwesterners, like, yeah, it's in our culture, you know, we want to you know, go outside and watch it, see if it hails. Was there, was there anyone in your camp that stuck a flute in their pussy? 
first of all, it was a Boy Scout camp. So if they did, I'd be a little worried. Whoa, uh, were they drinking Bud <laughs> Lights? Oh. No, that's it's not band camp, guy. We're not fucking getting oboes stuck and shit. All right. Oh, oh no. No, no. Um, never had that experience. Oh, I yeah, mean, next round. Yeah. Next round. Next round. Yeah, yeah. So I mean. The biggest thing with the Nexrad system is every single one of them has these massive towers, large complex, large government area. They control this section. So, like, people have been just connecting these dots. I'm not saying it is, but the, the last video with these radars overlapping with where they are located at, it's eerie. It's creepy, you know, to see them tail off. It's not like you were saying, like, oh, it caught the storm going over top of it. No, the storm was not there. There was nothing coming in, and all of a sudden storm forms tails off from that facility which is weird like it it is a, it is what you would consider a phenomena and not something that's just out in nature usually it would form on a line and you'd have a front uh you know and you have these high and low pressures that take into an evol into into effect to cause these massive you know storms that we have and we've had some serious downpours um so that's why a lot of people were following it and i I follow the rabbit hole and I got into it like Connery does. And I have to say, I'm kind of a little bit of skeptic now. I have to say, like, maybe the idea of the government controlling the weather isn't so far-fetched. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's been a lot of weird shit happening this year that all kind of plays into the coincidence theory. Right. <laughs> um, well, you know, with allegedly warehouses burning down, all of the, the fucking food processing derailments, everything. Yeah, the derailments. Well, I mean, I don't, there's been a few that have been really fucked. Um, right. But that's, that's kind of died off the radar now. So the hush money must have gone through. Well, I, after a couple of people have been finding those devices on the railroads that are like, they call them train derailers. Uh, and, and people were out there cutting them with freaking wheels and stuff and, and, you know, angle grinders and, our, you know, oxy-settling torches. Yeah, those are just the railroad workers that want to form a union. I mean, aren't they already? I feel like that's already a union, probably. Uh, they want to have better safety regulations and shit. Um, I'm looking up the the actual Nexrad radar um, systems itself. So, according to the theory, the Nexrad radar signals are being used to create high pressure systems that can steer or block the path of storms, or to generate artificial clouds that can produce rain or snow in areas that would not normally receive precipitation. Proponents of this theory uh, point to the unusual weather patterns, such as sudden changes in wind direction, or the appearance of strange cloud formations as evidence of weather modification. However, and this is the, the backup of making sure you know it's, it's you know, safe to read out loud, uh, there is no scientific evidence to support the idea that Nexrad systems can be used for weather modification, and the National Weather Service has repeatedly denied any involvement in such activities. That's something that you would just assume that the government's going to do. Like every military, you know, thing that goes on, they come out and say a statement. Every time you know something happens overseas, the government comes out and says a statement. You always, at this point, if they don't say a statement, it looks weird too. So like, I just assume always they're just going to come out and say something. Was we it right? swear it's not a weather balloon. We swear yeah. it's not a weather balloon. China's not spying this time, guys. Oh, oh, fuck. But um, I'm just telling people, yeah, cheers. Take a look at those radars, uh, images. It's cool. It is just plain and simple. It's just cool and interesting. Uh, you said you had another topic you were wanting to talk about. What yeah, I thought that? you brought some. It's all me today, bitches. 
Um, so the big I've thing. I've got one for the end. You're, we all have dogs, right? Um, most of us have mutt or fancy mutts around. Obviously, Arya is a fancy mutt, and the rest I found behind a dumpster. Um, so I'm much a, you know, go to a shelter and rescue person. But every year, the AKC recognizes new dog breeds for the year. In, you know, 2022 or 2020, they had the Dogo Argentino and the Barbaset. And then here in 2020 or 2022, they had the Mudai. And this year, they have the Russian Toy. So it got me interesting into like dogs. I was like doing this thing where I was like, you know, I love dogs. I love dog breeds. I've kind of been, I worked in that industry for Petland and I wouldn't recommend buying from Petland, but to each his own. Hey, whatever. Um, so it's now new. So fucking cute. Adorable. It's then that's how that's how they get you. That's suck, how they get you. Suck on the finger, blow on it. Oh, but regardless, these dogs um, have now a new study has been going out that uh, as we're breeding for these quote unquote AKC registrable dogs or you know purebred dog breeds, the risks and benefits have been changing significantly. So it's at a sixty-two percent risk now for genetic defects, for getting, quote-unquote, a AKC-registrable, purebred dog. So, more and more people are going to movements of crossbreeding or downbreeding. For example, you know I'm a pug guy. I love anything with a squished face. I love pugs. I love, you know, boxers. I love Frenchies. It's adorable to me. Not everyone gets it. It's cool. So, what they're doing is reverse breeding and breeding pugs with other dogs with longer snouts or reverse breeding it to get back to what it used to look like in the early years of the Chinese dynasty. Oh, you mean a dog that can actually fucking breathe? Yeah, can breathe. But uh, it's kind of adorable. I don't know. I I love it. it. My fat little potato. I just want to roll it. Um, But me and you both have mutts, right? We both have mutts. I was wondering, like, how how many dogs have you had in your life? Uh, I had Sadie, which was a great Pyrenees purebred. I had Buckeye, which was a great um, St. Bernard purebred. Saint Bernard. And then after that, it was Gracie, right. Gigi, PB, and Tessa. Yeah. Now, it kind of, it's hard with you because your great, you, you know, your purebreds were also large dog breeds. Yeah. They didn't um, last long, that's for damn sure. Exactly. One was hit by a car, and you, you should have seen the damage it fucking... A well, great Pyrenees hitting... Oh, that was, that was a great... I was going to say, I thought it was yeah. the St. Bernard, but no, Buckeye didn't. Yeah, he had the Buckeye hit was nice. Yeah, yeah. he's just a big-ass dog, 180 pounds. So what do you think the average length is for a mutt, then? Like, you have all these mutts. you got Gracie, you got PB, you got Tessa. How long do you think those dogs are going to live for? As medium Probably. dogs, consider medium to large. How Probably long do you 12 think? 12 years, max. So the average now is growing, which is crazy. The average for mixed breeds from small to medium is growing from 12 to 18 years, while large or meat are that same category for purebred dogs are, are decreasing going from 8 to 10 years. So we're seeing more and more that and if they, you get a purebred dog, you're going to have them for less time. If you get a mutt, you'll have them for longer. Which means if you'd like to be a pretentious cunt, you can get a purebred dog and your responsibility doesn't last as long. But so win-win. another weird thing, of course, I've done this rebel. Connery gets me into it when I'm drinking. It is what it is. So you know how we have, we got this talk of placenta last time, right? Last uh, Where are we going with this? Bus? Just listen. Just, okay. <laughs> just listen. So 
placenta has stem cells, has these things that, you know, cost money when you're, you know, giving birth. People, you can either sell it, keep it. It adds health to the mother. You can do a lot of things with it. A new group has found out that when these dogs are breeding, they can collect the placenta of the dogs and then do injections. Guess how much longer those dogs live with those injections? I mean, look at Hillary Clinton. She and uh, fucking it. Yeah, she's a fucking fire breathing, fire breathing lizard lady, though. So that's different. She eats babies uh, for fun. Uh, extra three years. Yeah, three to five years on average. If you if you you know give your mutt placenta, so you can have a dog potentially now that's living sixteen to twenty years. If you have a mutt, do the placenta. Okay, cool. That's insane. We're extending our dog's lifespan. So where do you pick you up want placenta? To, everyone would love to have their dog live longer. Hey, the placenta conversation for the second time today. Hey, chaotic, put in chat what the fuck you're talking about. Why have you had a conversation earlier today about placenta? <laughs> you're like, what do you guys want to go out to eat? <laughs> My placenta has a first name. It's S L U R P Y. Slurpy I forget what we me and him talked about, I think, earlier today, too. That's the worst part. Um, but yeah, the idea of, of, of having your dog live longer, everyone's striving for that. And same with ourselves. We want to live longer. We want our pets to live longer. And now it's showing if you just buy or save or rescue a mutt, you're going to have a dog that lives longer versus getting a purebred, quote unquote, purebred, you know, bad genes dog that everyone wants because they think that this is the epitome of what the AKC says as the best dog. And it changes yearly. For the long time, the United States had the AKC registered no, number one dog was the Golden Retriever. For like it held dominance for like 13 to 14 years as America's top number one bought dog was a Golden Retriever. Wait, 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 hold on. Real quick. You've yeah. been talking a lot. What is your favorite dog breed and what do you think is America's dog breed? So, my favorite dog breed actually happens to be America's favorite dog breed. Oh, what's that? So, I was, I was, tell, I was trying to get into that, and you interrupted me! No, I'm just kidding. Okay, that's the okay, you'll be fine. The French Bulldog has crowned and taken champion of the American Kennel Club's number one breeded dog and the most wanted dog in America. And I love me, my little Frenchies. It is now no longer the Golden Retriever. It is now... The French Bulldog. I love animals that are suffering and can't breathe. So, but that's what I'm getting at. If, you know, so many people are doing this reverse genetics, they're getting a certain dog breed that they want to breed with this one to enhance. Like, hey, we want to have a, a little bit longer snout. If we're breeding with this terrier, it doesn't show this terrier effects, but it takes the longer snout. So it still looks like a French Bulldog, but it can breathe better. Same with Pugs and Beagles and so many other dogs that you can interbreed and you can take the things you like. Like, you know, Pugs are very quiet. Beagles are very loud. Uh, pugs have a very squish nose. Beagles have a longer nose. When you breed them, usually you have a dog that is quieter, doesn't howl like a Beagle, that can breathe better than like a Pug. And, and vice versa. Shih Tzus, Shiba Inus, so many dogs are being bred now to go back to kind of what we started. Um, you know, pugs, ten, you know, eight thousand years ago or six thousand years ago, whatever, when they first came on the scene, were you know for royalty lap dogs, and I'll tell you, bred them to be these fucking ugly little wrinkle potatoes, which I love it, but like, I typed in a French lawn nose uh, 
or French bulldog with a lawn nose and a lawn haired Frenchie. That's a blue and tan fluffy Frenchie. Oh, share that for me on the screen. Up. I gotta see it. I gotta see that. I gotta see that. Is it adorable? Uh, here, let me let me share that real quick. Uh, yeah, no, it's fucking cute as shit. Oh, I broke it. See what I mean? See what I mean, though? Frenchies are adorable. They really are. And they have taken the crown as America's dog now. Even though they're French, <laughs> allegedly, they are now America's dog, even though the Golden Retriever had that crown for a long, long time. Yeah, no, they're fucking cute dogs, but the sh like these short-nosed ones, like my... um. My boss's girlfriend has a French bulldog. I think it's a French bulldog. I don't know. And that thing just... And I'm like, fucking catch your breath, bud. You're going to fucking pass out. Like, And the dog does have like issues, like heart issues, because yep. of not being able to breathe that yep. well. I'm like, you're cute, but you ain't that cute. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're gonna, they usually, on average, cost more to the vet. You're having to spend more for them. So that's why I'm cool with rescue man i like my if i can rescue a frenchie though they paid six grand for that fucking dog now get oh, God. i couldn't i could imagine my parents have done that they bought uh the golden doodle they bought oh. one of those they fell for it at the fucking uh Petland. yeah i might have sold it for them who knows probably they spent like thirty five hundred dollars on this golden doodle we had it for like a good four, four or five months before it attacked my sister good dog and uh <laughs> we ended which, up with sister <laughs> i think it was martha oh, okay. um, but dog. we gave away that dog to um uh what do you call those um the vegetables with wheels um like seeing eye dog yeah Just fuck you dude <laughs> what you're terrible there's a certain place in hell for you look I love those guys. Have you seen Have you seen the Paralympics TikTok account? I'm scared because, like, knowing you, you've probably already sent me videos of it. Whoever's fucking running that account deserves a promotion, half a million a year salary, guaranteed. Is it just funny, or is it just like an enthusiasm, like pumping you up kind of videos? Like, no. He said, "No, yeah, no. no. You're, you're far off from that." Sir. These are the videos you laugh at, and you're like, "I am going to hell for these videos." But the fuckers do it on purpose, and they make their own sounds. Like there was this, uh, like a, a Paralympic, like swimmer, and every time it came up for air, it played the cod zombie noise because there it, he was missing a limb or something like that, and he's like, oh my God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> "Just," and they made their own sounds to it, and I'm like, "Oh my God, I'm laughing at this shit," but it is very well done. Oh my goodness, great. Chaotic in the we're going to get banned because of your ass. They no, were, he we're was gonna... making fun of paralegic people. No, I'm not making fun of it. I'm, I'm saying the Paralympic TikTok channel is phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yeah, I'm, I'm even saying the dude deserves a raise. Do you think the guy making these videos is crippled? Probably. But gotta love a crippy with a grippy. Thanks, Chaotic. We love your chat. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> That's called a meal on wheels, bro. Gotta eat oh. your vegetables. Barats. All right, before we get canceled, uh, why did I close my my shit? All right, anyways, do you know what the Bilderberg Group is? Well, before we jump into it, let's cheers. Cheers, toast to you guys, all our listeners out there. Love you. Growing every month, you're the shit. Mm-hmm. It's right. nice. Build a bear. What is this Build a Bear Group? Bilderberg. 
Bilderberg, Bilderberg, Bilderberg Group. Yeah, Bilderberg. Bilderberg is what it's called. The Bilderberg Group is an annual private conference attended by approximately 130 to 140 political leaders, experts in industry. Let me adjust my balls. I'm sitting on them. Ouch. This sounds like the Grove all over. Bohemian Grove. Is it just a new Bohemian Grove? Very similar. So the Bohemian Grove happens here in the United States. Um, I'll, let me get to this. Is this is like the world order type of shit? Oh God, uh, here we go. Yeah. So how long did in, it take you to do this rabbit hole? Five minutes before the podcast started. Uh, <laughs> the group is named after uh, Hotel Le Bilderberg in the Netherlands, where the first conference was held in 1954. It's a very interesting year. Uh, the meetings are closed to the public and the press, and the participants are sworn to secrecy about what's discussed. So, yes, just a lot like the Bohemian Grove. The group's stated purpose is to promote dialogue between Europe and North America, but it has been subject to the conspiracy theories that suggest the group is a secret society. Fucking obviously it is. Uh, but there's a lot of popular conspiracy theories that stem off of this group. Like, yeah, the Bohemian Grove has its own set of conspiracy theories about people talking about it. This one goes into everything from the New World Order, uh, global domination, mind control, alien connections, election interference. There's a lot of fucking conspiracy theories that stem right off of the Bilderberg group. So is there like any tangible like proof or, or things that are like, oh, like that's a little sus. That's a little weird. Is there anything where it's like it's gotten back to them and now you're just like, OK, this is drawn attention to them. Like, how did you hear about this group? Uh, you're asking loaded questions, so let me get into it. So you always have... do, Connery. I always do. So check for your starters. research, bitch. For starters, we all know that the New World Order, or um, what is it, uh, Order 31 or something like that? Or order 66. Yeah, not Order 66, but the New World Order is based off of a larger scale. And in the early, eight, it was like 81, it was a signed document about popular uh, depopulization, right? Oh. Um, and since this is North America and Europe in the Bilderberg group, then it would make sense that a lot of people are saying, oh, yeah, that, that makes sense of uh the new world order right so uh, some people are saying that the bilderberg group stems off of the new world order you've also got mind control uh they develop mind control techniques to control the masses because again you do have a lot of industry leaders like high-end industry people um from different industries go to it so uh i wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised if like elon tusk is there you know so just not so be are you saying bohemian grove is mostly just the u.s while this is like international groups yeah you have uh industry leaders in the u.s and political figure pig, political figureheads that go to the bohemian grove um which i mean that's been happening since the early what nine it, that one's kind of like based off of the um, masonic temple too so the freemasons are are tied in heavily with the bohemian grove are they uh, I thought there was a staunch difference because the Bohemian Grove was very much like a pagan ritual ideology, while the Masons are very much a Christian organization. So it's more or less that the Freemasons are, it just coincidentally, a lot of the people that are part of the Bohemian Grove are also a Freemason. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, like our presidents, also Freemasons. What happened? You remember when I got all the back end information from the Freemasons website? Yeah. And I, I was able to buy a, a login <laughs> off of the, the black market. Whatever happened to that? 
I don't know. I, I think it's on my old computer. I'll have to dig it up. But I ended up getting uh, back end access to the Freemasons website. I was able to download all of their shit before uh, the account was closed off. I have it saved in a Google Drive. I can pull it up later. Um, not this oh, week. Oh, that'll be a fun one. Yeah, I'll run it all through ChatGPT. Give me talking points. Um, but yeah, that's. So what's that? I mean, do you think that this one world order is coming closer to a head or? Um, is it just them getting drunk in a forest like Bohemian Grove and like having sex with each other? Um, I would imagine it's the latter. Uh, it's probably oh, the Devil's Ladder. Got it. That's a weird. Yeah, decision. yeah, Jeffrey's Epstein's type of group. You know where they Ooh. all get together and just fuck kids. Is this the way? Wait, wait, is this where the uh, whole idea of like the red shoes came into existence? Was this group? Well, it could be. I don't know. What's the red shoes? So there's this again another conspiracy that like they're called red bottoms or red shoes or whatever, and if you have these, you're part of this organization that like kills children. Oh, and like eat their placentas. Yeah, we're back to the placenta. It's full circle, full circle to placenta. Oh, I got a piss like a motherfucker already. Hold it for ten. Uh, yeah, ten minutes. Uh, all right, so. My thing is, like these leaders, we all, all of us keep pointing the finger, right? Uh, All conspiracy theorists, all theorists, all people in general that just want to find these talking points to kind of point a finger at something. We all kind of go back to our like elites, our Hollywood elites, or our you know head political figures or head business people. Uh, Like they're always out to get us. Do you think that there is a group that is actually out there? This is just a personal opinion. Do you think there is an actual group out there of higher, you know, elitist people that are actually do, trying to do the greater good? Do you think there's even a group out there trying to do the greater good for us? No, not anymore. You think there was? There could have been. I mean, so I think before, I would say 2000s. I would imagine there would be groups of individuals uh, or high-end officials that were definitely had the the better part of everything. But everyone's became right. so money hungry and grasping in. I think See, all that kind of died off. That's where I'm at with with Elon Musk, right? So um, like people think talk? he's do- you're good. Oh, you're right people yeah, think that <laughs> he's about to piss himself. People think that he's always here for the greater good. And me personally. I, he's always been a business savvy kind of a guy, whether it's his business ventures have been successful or in, uh, you know, unsuccessful. Um, there's part of me that wonders, like, if he is successful with landing in Mars, con, you know, you know, getting people to Mars, colonizing it and setting up this own thing. And he goes there. Part of me thinks like this man is going to just want to be the emperor of Mars or the king of Mars, you know, um, that he seems like that kind of a, you know power hungry individual um so it's it's hard for me to look at some of these people that are wanting to do these over the top stuff that they think they're doing it to save humanity when i think that there's always a a back door there's always a motive for them to go after uh so it's difficult for when i'm hearing like oh there's you know bohemian grove or there's this build-a-bear whatever connery called it uh and that they think you know some people think they're doing it for better of the better of the human race some people think they're doing it to do a one or order it's all, it all comes down to preference, not preference, but um, like how you look at it. Perspective. He's back from taking his piss every Yes, I am sorry about that. So, uh, yeah, Bilderberg. 
Yes. I do have points. Build a bear. So there are examples of specific theories that tie into specific events or individuals, right? So for global domination, uh, some of the group has been involved in the decision to evade Iraq in 2003, or there are behind the rise of globalization and the erosion of national sovereignty. Um, so that's because of the high involvement of uh, profile politicians, business leaders, media personalities that go to the Bilderberg meetings. Um, so that's one thing that they're st stating off since 2003. Um, the U.S. has definitely had a hand in a lot of other countries, especially after 2001, let's be honest. Um, you've got, uh, let's see... There was another one that I saw that was, oh, so election interference, for example, some have claimed that the group supported Barack Obama's presidential campaign in 2008 uh, because there was a idea of the U.S. dollar collapsing and they wanted to have somebody to blame. So they put a black figure into the White House in 2008 um, and then a the president of France in 2017 because of, well, basically the collapse of, you know, France. Um, Did they collapse? That's news to me. I know they revolt well, all the time. Revolting, yeah. So Revolution! Um, nobody really likes They're doing it now. Them. Right now, what, the France? I mean, I think, I'm, I think most people around the world need to take a lesson. They know how to do revolution. They, they know do. how to do it. They, when, they're, they, they're, when they're mad, they show it. They will stop I... working. They will hurt their own government's income because they're not listening to their people. And I think that's something more and more countries need to listen to. Did I talk about the Battle of St. Celine? I don't believe so, sir. Okay, so in April, there is uh, the Battle of St. Uh, Soline uh, in France. So this happened, uh, this has uh, been updated in April 12th, but the actual battle happened March 25th of this year. Really? You, you didn't hear about it? I didn't know it? about that, no. Okay, so on March 25th, a drum roll of grenade explosions and clouds of gray smoke washed over an expanse of French farmland. The haze surrounded several thousand helmeted and armed men who advanced against three columns of opponents attempting to join one another. The confrontation soon collapsed into confusion while medics attended to several dozen bloodied, wounded, and stud participants sprawled across the fields. So there was over 6,000 demonstrators at it. And it essentially looked like a medieval war. Like they're hitting each other with rocks. Um, in full armor? Uh, no. So, I mean, think about it. It's French riders. Hilarious. French riders against the police. So this is an actual giant battle that just went on. Um, so there is tear gas everywhere, but 6,000 participants. Imagine a giant medieval war. It just broke out and nobody here in the U.S. has heard about it. No, I mean, I've heard about the rioting and stuff going on in France. Um, and it's more, it's deeper than just what everyone's talking about here. Like our news portrays it as like, oh, they just extended their, like their, their retirement age. And that's why they're mad. It's like so much more than that. Uh, I have a, a friend of ours that we met here on Discord. Um, she's from France, lives in Quebec now. So she's technically French, French Canadian, but regardless, she was kind of filling us in on it. And I'm still kind of lost. Like one, she has a thick accent, so it's hard, but Regardless, she put out the point that the government is supposed to be there for its people. And that was the idea of democracy. That was what it was instead for. Like, we, the, the voice of the people, we the people. Um, and then France has a very keen way of when they are not happy with their politicians, they let them know. And I feel like a lot more governments and people around the world need to do that. They, if they're in a form of democracy, 
democracy or republic, they have to let their their people know that they're not happy. And I feel like us as Americans, we just get online and we bitch. We don't do anything really. We just no, whine. We don't. And uh, here's what I can say too about here in America, right? You've got a lot of these what I would call far right conservatives that um, always take jabs at the purple haired lady, right? Or or liberals, but. Who do you see on the news protesting for human rights, freedom of speech, um, uh, the rights to their own body, right? Typically, it's the purpled-haired, combat-wearing boot lady, they, them, whatever. Are but you, they are. Are you are you gen- generalizing these people, Connor? How dare you? No, I'm huge proponents of what they're doing because they are taking their voice and they're actually out there. But a lot of people dig on them. I'm like, well, why? Yeah. Why, why dig on them? They're just trying to, to say something to potentially help change your your view. Like if you have somewhat of an open mind, then you can at least listen. It's the people that are closed minded. They don't want to listen. They don't want to hear it. They don't care. We're very, as Americans, complacent and ignorant in ways. And I know people hate that word. I don't understand why people hate the word ignorant in America. It's like the word cunt. We in Americans they hate the word cunt. Everywhere else uses it as, as, as a term in endearment, or you know, it's not what you said, it's how you say it. But here in America, let's just focus on the word. It's annoying, but we're very ignorant with our stuff, and it, especially when it comes to how other people feel, politics, and apparently rain. Oh. <laughs> yeah, seeding, seeding all over those clouds. Um, uh, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm huge proponents of it, but don't get me wrong. If you're a dude and you're about to go do a woman's sport and you decide to, you know, tuck it, fuck you, get out of here. I don't care about your rights. That's fucked up that you're, you're, you're I'm, I'm with everything, whether you want to chop off your dick, you want to chop off your tits, you want to take hormones, whatever. I just want gay couples to defend their marijuana plants with AR-15. That's all I want them. Yeah, no, I'm with you there. I'm 100 there. <laughs> what did the chat say? Read the read, what's, I can't read the chat. Um, I've been chaotic. Said I've been to Bohemian Grove, not that part of Bohemian Grove. Oh yeah, they went out to California. I forgot about that in the redwoods and stuff. I mean, that would have been cool if you could sneak in there though. And like, hey, I was actually at the grove, not during it, but like I sat in where like George Bush was getting his nuts cleaned. So I don't know. Yeah, that's that's a weird way of putting it. But the Bohemian I mean, Grove, there, you can go there. You can go there, just not during the meeting. Nixon, he talked about Bohemian Grove, and he said that you know people were screwing one of another and doing all kinds of racy things for the '60s and '70s, um, and he felt like it was just a, a trap to get blackmail. Nixon, our president, talked. Oh yeah, um, it's the same with company meetings, right? Like our team building events, you get them drunk, and uh, the people that you don't like. And then they do something that you're like, well, you did this. Remember that? And you're like, no, I don't remember that. You're um, fired. You're fired. <laughs> I've seen that happen a lot. A lot of I, I've seen it with. too. I have seen that happen. At happens a lot in the car dealerships. Oh, God. The car dealerships. Yeah. I, Adam was the best one at getting drunk. His laugh was just intoxicating. It really was. Well, I, I miss Adam and Marshall. I do too. Oh. Uh, anyways, so... The Battle of St. Celine, 
6,000 demonstrators, uh, fewer of 400 residents in the rural department of Du Sevres. Uh, I'm not French. Uh, there was also several hundred black bloc protesters in attendance and the black clad extremists whose intention, as it was during the yellow vest and pension reform protests, uh, was just a break thing. So essentially they showed up just to throw bricks through windows, right? Um, we're familiar with that here in the U.S. Did you see what happened in Detroit? That Walmart? No, what? Okay. I I got on that side of TikTok for a second. Let's hit a tangent. We'll come back to France this is, later. This is a fucking tangent. So I, I was on it, and there was, this, there was this black mother crying on the TikTok, and she was like, look at what all these black kids did at this Walmart. And she was, she was crying. She was like, I don't know where to buy formula now. Because this is like kind of the this is lower end living detroit michigan uh she's pointing the video and there's kids throwing breaking shit black kids just throwing breaking shit crushing food all of the stuff has been ran through stolen empty shelves were they trying to protest something like there's a reason destruction of property like that isn't isn't walmart i think is actually a good company and but walmart's went ahead and said we're closing this walmart you're not getting it anymore so now it's just an empty building the reason why I'm saying I like Walmart, if you are a white making money person, you probably look at Walmart and you're like, you, but realistically, it is a very affordable place to get food, get clothing, stuff for your house or your rental property, whatever it may be. And for lower end incomes, a Walmart's a necessity. Well, your necessity said, fuck you. I'm not a, I'm not a charity and close their doors. So this woman was crying. She was like, I can't believe this is happening. And she was showing the video of it. It was, it was sad. It was Hold sad on. as shit. So you said, I quote, I like Walmart. They're a good company. So 50% of Walmart sharings is still in the Walton family. You know who owns the other 50%? BlackRock Vanguard. BlackRock Vanguard. <laughs> so are they good, Connery? Because in your words... <laughs> Look, they, yeah, they sell cheap products, but even LeBron James is a huge proponent of Walmart because he sells a lot of shoes to lower income. You mean Shaq? You mean Shaq? Yeah, that's what I meant. Baseball players, whatever. (laughs) He's more than that, bro. Shaq is, uh, that is the epitome of a man who like came into the league and was actually more than just a basketball player. Have you seen some of his new shit? I get to see him, by the way, come here in two weeks. I get to see Shaq play. At the Snake Pit and the Indianapolis 500, because he's a DJ, DJ yes. Diesel. Have you seen some of his raps? He's put yeah, out. Yeah, I have. I have seen them. the it's older ones. Good. Were pretty good, you know. No lie, dude. Put, yeah. he, man puts it down. Yeah, no, I'm I'm all about all about his music. I love his fucking the fact he's he's just a he's a motherfucker doing side quests is what he is. He, is. he owns a large share in Papa John's. He owns multiple franchise companies that do. A bunch of different, uh, you know, food vendors, and on top of that, he brands, like you said, his own shoes and clotheslines for lower-income families. His idea wasn't like I'm gonna make the most expensive Jordan, like is a once-a-time collab. It costs eight thousand dollars. Like, no, he wants to sell the pair of sneakers that the kids are playing on the basketball hoop in Detroit for like twenty-five dollars. Right. Like that's that's something that hits home. And like I I remember I when I was growing up, we weren't we were it was a little rough. And we didn't get Jordans and Nikes. Like I had, I had Stephen Berry's up there in Marion. I had some Spurberries or whatever they were called. Like they, I got made fun of for them, but they they lasted longer than my friends with their Nikes. I could still play basketball. 
do all the things that I wanted to. And I thought that looked pretty good. So I always, I always love when I hear, you know, these major league players of any sport that are doing something to make it easier on the lower income communities. But, you know, are you optimistic about the future of the United States right now? I'd love to try to be. I try to be very optimistic. I think we're in a shithole storm, but you know, I hope we pull through. I pray we pull through. So I think the next uh, this is this is this is tipsy Connery coming out with my yeah, team. Yeah, the drunk special uh, Connery. Yeah, Connery. Those ones, tangent Connerys. Cheers um, then. Cheers, cheers. Um let's go to the team. So Perpetual GPT is, uh, let's start here. I think the next few years are going to be really shitty here in America. Really fucking shitty. But the way I've been monitoring AI, I have been a huge proponent of it. Now I'm realizing how shitty it's going to be over the next few years. So there's this new thing called Perpetual GPT. Um, I sent it to my father. I was like, here's an idea. Can you make this happen? 90 minutes later, he messaged me and said, done. Uh, so anyways, perpetual GPT is you give it a task. I'm scared. You give it a task and it will perform that task. So say one of the tasks that you give it is parse all of the data on Twitter coming in for news articles, create a video for it, use 11 Labs artificial intelligence voice to create a voice for the video make short form video content for it and do that. Just do that. So you can make a video that's five minutes long of the most recent news, like 30 seconds. And you have a video posted to all platforms automatic, sorry, automatically within five minutes, right? So you're saying there's not going to be any more influencers. I think it can kill the influencer, which may be a good thing. Um, Because think about it. Already, people are using Midjourney to do. Um, uh, back in the day, affiliate marketing used to be a huge thing. You always focus on people's love interests, health, or money. You say, "Hey, I'm going to make you a lot of money." "Hey, I'm going to make you healthier," or "Hey, I'm going to make you fall in love." Those were the three things right. you always you'd focus on selling towards. Now you can do that artificially. Like, say I want to make you look better. You could say, "Oh, this guy got abs in 90 days." And you use Midjourney to generate an image of this person that's got abs. Doesn't exist. Like this person does not fucking exist. The artificial intelligence made it, but now people are falling for it, right? Boom, influencer out of the way. Boom, affiliate marketer out of the way. Uh, copyright art, uh, article writers out of the way. Yes, there is still somebody that needs to be there to put in the information, but now that perpetual GPT exists, that is now going away. So these cunts that are saying, oh, I'm a prompt engineer, right? The guys that are like, I'm I make intro on... for podcasts or for, yeah. yeah, I get you. The ones that put in the prompt to AI, that, that, was the, that was probably the most short-lived career I've ever seen in my life is prompt engineers because with perpetual GPT, you don't need that anymore. You just say, hey, do this, and it does that. And the reason why I was saying all that other stuff earlier about parsing Twitter and making these videos is now it exists where there is an AI that is automatically generating its own ad revenue to pay itself to do further research. So somebody's making money off of this bot, and the AI itself is making money to pay itself to allow more data to be accessed, which means now it's becoming self-learning. This, this already scary. exists. This is Skynet, Connery. 
Well, here's where I say the next few years are going to be shitty. And this is, this is, remember last year when I said there's going to be this many starving people? I was short about a billion. Right now, there's a little over a, 2 billion people that are starving, like famine levels in the, in the world. Here in the next year, there's going to be a huge population drop. That was one, one thing that I said that I still see happening. The reason why I say it's going to suck you in the U.S., the U.S. is still really good at making its own stuff, providing food, having energy, right? We're one of three countries in the world that will be fine not trading with people as well. long as we don't have a complete social uh, like a social collapse that's how i think america falls dead ass. no that's that's gonna happen the yeah. moment the moment the u.s dollar collapses which it's about to come july 1st um and they're gonna switch to cbdc's probably within three months after it being released july 1st i see the u.s dollar dropping and that's gonna be a lot of businesses out a lot of people losing their 401ks a lot of people losing money and the weird thing about america is there is 2.3 guns per individual here in the United States. Um, so I see fireworks happening here in the U.S. Um, but I, I would say the next few years are going to be shit. But I think it's going to get to a point where a majority of people get to then start living and not working for somebody. Because artificial intelligence has basically eaten most of the job market. Then how are their income going to, like, how are they going to generate income? that if they lose the job what is going to replace that 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 I, field that's the thing that's what people I, i'm with you like uh, the idea of a utopia like you know like where i talked star Tra- about star trek and everything uh, about their like you know they when you don't have to work and there is no currency and like you're able to get with the necessities you know you get to finally start to live uh and they do that and they talk about in that show which i love i just don't see that obtainable anywhere near our lifespan or our kids' kids. I it's going to be think. here within the next five to seven years. I hope rate, you're right. But at I the rate AI wrong. is going. But I, I am saying it's going to be fucking hairy. And when I say fucking hairy, a lot of people in the U.S. probably going to die. <laughs> we uh, will see. Because like if, if the U.S. goes, so does the, the world economy usually. So usually, US, with everything going on with bricks that we've talked about, that can change now. But there's going to be... If if the U.S. adapts to the French's mentality, which won't happen, that. it's not going to happen. We need to. the last time it happened, it caused a larger divide in the country. Um, and I'm talking about January 6th. Last yeah. time somebody tried to do something that they felt right about. The problem is, is the U.S. is so convoluted with the media right now. Nobody knows what is the right path, right, or what to believe in general. Uh, yeah. I, I've, at half the times, even the media anchors after they've retired or switched jobs or left say the same thing like they were told what to say they didn't want to say the things they wanted to talk about they didn't get to express oh. their own voice wait a second for starters i we didn't record last week but we could have talked about don lemon or tucker carlson i know that's what i was kind of about at. It tonight tucker oh, carlson geez. i mean the man himself said the same thing he he was very and that says a lot but even the way because he was not a people a lot of people agree with him but he wasn't able to express the way he potentially feels on some of his with his, with like the overhead of of Fox, like uh, and and them from all. I I feel like I believe that I believe that these these guys that are uh, in charge of this section that are in, you know on at the news for these anchors they don't get to express themselves really. It's you're told what to say, you're told what to read. You can kind of ad lib a little bit, but stay within our party lines. And the. The problem is right now here in the United States is everyone is classifying themselves over two sides, right? Well, three sides. 
you have somebody that's independent right in the middle they're they know both sides kind of bullshit but they're kind of just going with each way you and i are a lot like that then you have people that classify by three letters cnn or the other three letters fox um those are the two sides (laughs) at least they have reporters i'll say that (laughs) like fox news every time they get in in fire for something they say oh no we're not actually a news or reporting outlet we're entertainment outlet I'm like, you cocksuckers, at least come out and say that to the people that are vividly watching you thinking everything you say is real. Right. You know, it's a scare tactic. But again, my brother said something yesterday and it kind of stuck with me. He said the worst kind of person is the one that says, I just want to be left. And he says, those are the ones that the government don't like. You are the person that just wants to be left alone and doesn't want to be involved. That's the one that scares the government the most. And I was like, you know what, that, David, that kind of makes sense. You know, go on, go on. You literally look like a grandma, like Mrs. Dalt. Oh, oh you, do you want some cookies, you cunt? Um, no, we're not talking about your grandmother. She definitely would say that. I know. But yeah, I guess the biggest thing about Americans is the vast majority of us are just complacent. Really, we really are. We're just complacent. We're okay. We're sitting here. In a home, we know we're better off than most of the people around. That's the what world. the U.S. is wanting, though. Yeah, we want complacency. We're like, we want to be lazy. We do. Confusion, complacency, and being poor will lead to people staying in power. Yeah. Or people that are in power staying in power, right? Right. Um, look, Drunk Discussions has the ability to do something right now. And that's, we've got 13,000 listeners a month. Out of you 13,000, let's spread the word. What day do we want to make overthrow government day? I'm kidding. FBI agents. Dude, I swear. <laughs> the NSA's <laughs> listening. I'm We're joking. Twitch. Twitch, don't cancel us. Um, no. Uh, stuff needs to happen. I don't think it's going to happen for a while. Um, I think other countries are probably going to start collapsing here soon. And it's not going to be televised, you know, uh, in, in the U.S. But other countries are going to start talking about it. And it's going to be on different forms of media that are deglobalizing away from the control of the government. Uh, TikTok, for example. Uh, the problem is, even now, though, my favorite videos to watch are people that are artificial. Like, have you seen Kanye dropping some new hot albums that doesn't actually exist? He's been singing country music. And what they do is they put uh, Kanye's voice through AI and then put in a different song and say, hey, Kanye's seen this. And then artificial intelligence Kanye does that song there's like huge copyright issues coming out because people are using tupac's voice um and recreating all of this crazy ass music my favorite and i mean i will never be mad about them is that the was AI, i know ai using president's voices on those oh tiktoks legendary hilarious great comedy that can't stop i don't care what anyone says the the have you seen the president biden uh his presidential uh re-election campaign that was AI generated. He was like, look, I know I'm old as fuck. <laughs> he was like, I sometimes have to take a quaalude, do a line of cocaine just to stay relevant in today's society. But are you seriously going to let this orange cunt run for president again? Are you actually going to vote for this piece of shit? And he was like, look, I know I'm an old piece of shit too. Let's be honest. But I'm also the only best thing that we have left. And I'm like, that's, that's sad funny. though. It's sad it's and funny, funny, but it's sad. 
It's like the Bo Burnham special. Oh, dude. Oh, bro, the, bro, bro. Oh. the depression that I ran through after watching that. But anyways, he's, uh, the video has become relevant again. Are you, are you really going to leave me with like the... Are you really going to make me vote for Joe Biden? We need something better. Yeah. Americans, we can do better. All yeah. you have to do is go out, show your support for local government. Those guys get traction. And if you like one, they can grow and then run for president. We've had past governors you know other congressmen be able to do it we need just some new blood in there we need something younger we don't need these an 80 and I'm 70 thinking year old millionaire we need audriana Chekik and you want a porn star to run for president why i mean she why probably in the war she just double team the fucking putin and fucking Zelensky, and the war would be over i'd watch it anyways guys thank you so much <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Drunk Discussions, a podcast. We appreciate you guys joining in. Be sure to share with your friends. Uh, we are live every Saturday. Uh, and then the video or the video itself goes up live on YouTube. But um, yeah, the shit drops on Monday. Give it a like, listen, subscribe. We appreciate it. With all that Thanks, being friend. said, peace. peace.